0: And capitalism himself The world's only professional asshole Aaron Clary
1: oh, Hey kids how you kids doing? It's uh it's a sad melancholy day. Sad melancholy day because uh <clears throat> in the ever never, ever and never ending pursuit of Freedom, that's basically what it is. Everyone says, we're always progressively, progressively, progressivizing towards progressiveness. Which we'll talk about in an article here later today. But I, I pursue freedom. Uh, the old, This is going to be the last podcast from the original Northern Command. This is the last podcast. Uh, the The Cleary podcast started here. And uh, it won't end here. We're just going off to newer and better things. And as much as I hate the communist state of Minnesota, I hate the people, I hate the culture. I could write an entire book, and maybe someday I'll write a book. called Minnesota, I stab at thee. Um, the old Clary <clears throat> uh, command here served the captain well. It's been like a ship. I imagine it's kind of, I've never been in the Navy, but I imagine when a ship gets decommissioned, it's kind of like this. This was your ship, you got to know her well. All the eccentricities about my house, like I knew like where the leaks were and I kind of took it. And it was a a very good house, very good house for being 120 years old. Whoever owned it before me kind of did some things that I wouldn't have done to it. Um, But then there was other stuff that was okay. Some things went, some things needed doing. Uh, But what do you expect with a house that's what, four, four times as old as you, three times as old as you? Uh but at the same time, it's it's time to go because there are greener pastures, and not only do they look greener, they are greener. <laughs> With you dipshit Minnesotans, it's shit brown. Dried shit brown. It's like golfing in Arizona in July. Hard concrete shit brown. You'll let thugs in from Chicago. You let deadbeats in from Wyoming. You'll have a ton of immigrants come in. Everybody's going to collect a welfare paycheck. And you dopey Minnesotans, you Scandinavian fucks. Oh, yeah, now don't you know? we, we, We deserve to have this. We have to have the high taxes for the children. And it's our responsibility to bail people out of their mistakes there, don't you know, for having too many kids now there, yeah. So all these self-loathing motherfuckers who who hate their children, they hate themselves, they hate their children. They'll give they'll give a crime. You ever hear about that? On the it's it's happened a couple times. I think Amy Beale is the penultimate example where the parents forgave the uh, whatever. She I think she went to help some some tribe some place in South America or maybe it was Africa. I forget. She was going to go save the world. She was going to be like you millennials. She's going to save the world. I'm going to change lives because I'm, I'm a millennial. Actually, she was Gen X. So she's dead now. Uh, but the family went to the tribe wherever it was and forgave the tribe. Like, oh, you self-loathing, sanctimonious fucks. And that's all Minnesota is. That's all it is. Just a bunch of pansy liberal white people that hate themselves and can't wait to vote in your money to go make themselves feel less guilty for shit they didn't do. So, that is the plan. This vehicle has served its purpose. It's time to decommission it and sell it to somebody else. I got lots of dirt cheap lodging. For a while I was getting paid to live here. Not a lot, but for a while I was making making enough money. It was like my tenant and the girlfriend paying rent like, "Yeah, you guys paying rent." No, there's no such thing as free rent. Except for old Cappy, cuz I played my cards right. And uh now it's time to it's called capital flight and it's called brain drain. Now I know this the state of Minnesota will be happy to get rid of me because I'm white, I have a penis, and I work hard and I vote Republican. So they'd be happy to get rid of me, but <laughs> what communist countries and states don't realize is brain draining capital flight, soon you're not gonna have enough producers to support all the parasites. So uh but yeah, it still doesn't change the fact that the house itself is great. Um and I always kind of want to be out here when I first moved to the Twin Cities, but didn't even know here was here. The story many years ago is when I was 18 and biking, just trying to figure out the area I'd, I'd biked through. I'd biked in my uh, <clears throat> in my backyard. It was, uh, oh, it must have been 1993, was it? Probably 1993, certainly no more than the summer of 95. I'm pretty sure it was 93 because I was 18. <clears throat> and uh, I had biked out to the WBL on these paths. didn't know where the hell I was, and it was far away from the city cuz I, w- I remember I didn't want to go to St. Paul and wanted like oh what's north here and and I knew I was going north I didn't know where and then uh, thankfully I didn't get a flat. And I there's a trail that went past my house and at the I'm like well, what's this little town? Oh it's going on night and just kept on going it wasn't until what you start 18 wasn't until 7 years later that I actually know the town existed. <laughs> Oh, you'd hear about it in the news. Yeah, you know, I've never been in that town. And then there's the house and there's the trail. And I'm like, oh, I remember biking past this house. And so who knew I would come to buy? And I would like to thank Minnesota for allowing me to violate her best daughter. I like I think White Bear Lake is the best town in the state. there's some other nice ones. Stillwater's kind of nice, but I, I like I like the fact that I made the least amount of money in my life here in Minnesota that you guys probably subsidized me more. i like to thank the state of Minnesota taxpayers for... The one kind thing is that you gave me reciprocity for tuition. Uh, but that was, of course, every day being reminded by the Star Tribune across the highway that I was an evil, vile person because I had a eye and I had uh, white skin. Uh, but yeah, going forward, uh, it, it's only looking up in old Capmeister's life. And uh, my investing, my... Uh, Uh, The money-making operations, nope, that's going to go to South Dakota. The South Dakotan people are going to get the fruits of my labor. Heck, one could even say when I taught uh, community education, you guys are perhaps subsidizing me. You know, because I was through the school district, that wouldn't have happened uh, without the taxpayers. But then again, in a state like this, it's almost impossible to do anything without you guys having some kind of government program or government agency just shoved up your ass. Oh my God, and I'm telling you guys, you don't want to come here. If you're a young man or a woman you get a job offer in Minnesota, do not come here. Not, not, I'm not even talking about the weather or the taxes, because if you lose that job, forget it. Forget it. You either work for the government or some non-profit entity, or you work for the most elitist, snobby, and it's not even Daddy's Boy Network. It's like this elitist, cargill Dane Roushery. Uh, it is a network and a club, but it's almost like, I'm sorry, is your name Thaddeus? It isn't, well, aha, aha, aha. you are not from Eden Prairie, or Egan, or where other of us prissy liberal white people are from, you can't work for us, you're from Wisconsin, never heard of the place, oh my goodness, heavens, they probably have cows there or something, do you make cheese? You just, ah, oh, I'm going to be so great. So great to get out of this place. So happy. Um, but anyway, so I wanted to do a podcast old school. I didn't want to do it with the live stream. I know, I know that's how the industry has gone. The always changing industry. I'm not even in IT. I'm not even program, and you got to constantly stay on top of things. What is it now? D-Link? That's a new thing now? I was listening to Matt Forney. He did something on Davis Arini. I'm honest to God. You guys are still fighting that 30 days war. (laughs) I'll just leave the guy alone for God's sake. Uh, But Matt's on, I'll tell you this about Forney. Forney does have hustle. I've written an article about him. And uh, he mentioned, oh, I'm on this thing and that thing and this thing. I think out of the five things he listed, two I never heard of. I'm like, what the fuck is it this week? What now? I, I, oh, do I loathe and detest? Oh, do you got, and even Beckloff, he's like, oh, do you got a, oh, what is it? Discord, do I have a Discord? No, I don't have, somebody set up an account for, very nice, thank you, by the way, someone set up a Discord for asshole consulting, he says, hey, a friend of mine set it up for you, and I appreciate it, and you know what, thank you for planting that seed, and maybe it will grow, Um, but I, I just don't have the time, don't have the time, certainly not now, certainly not now. But anyway, so I want to do it old school. We're just recording an MP3. I'm going to upload it. I'll probably put it to video and upload it on YouTube because that's how I... Have. That's the standard radio player now. That's everybody's radio player is YouTube. Everybody goes to YouTube. Always YouTube. I still got, thankfully, as many people listen to MP3s as they do watch on YouTube. And it's a sad testament. You know, do you know why so many people, He say, well, why would you listen to YouTube? Don't you have to sit there and look at your screen? And that's the point, yeah. Most people will just sit there and look at their screen or be at home, they'll stay at home. You got, I, I, I can't play, I can't make decisions based on what I'd like the world to be like. I have to base decisions on what it is. And most people stay at home. And so, if you don't leave, you're not mobile. You're like, well, I'll just put on some headphones, get an MP three, and then I'll go run, and then I'll do this, and I'll go to the gym, and then I'll work on that, and then I'll go hike, and <laughs> that's us. That's us top five percenters. That's us top five percenters. Ninety five percent gonna sit at home. They're not gonna leave. They're gonna get drunk. They're gonna play the video games, and. Uh, you know, for every for every hour I'm out there hiking, for every hour I'm at the gym, for every hour I'm out road tripping, there is an equal, if not, you know, thrice the amount of hours these people are just staying at home. Let's just th- it's like the radio, let's throw on some music, let's just throw on YouTube. And uh, you're going to miss out on that 95% of the stay-at-homers. The stay-at-homers. Do you want to go out, explore life, adventure, and find new things, get exercise, improve your health? No. Oh, no. No, well, that'd be like Cargill hiring somebody who actually paid their own way through college. That's just... <laughs> Aaron, what is Car- Cargill? I'll give you a joke. If anything, again, when you come out here, Sebastian Joe's, Mancini's, Jack's Cafe, that's about it. But you do have to go to that Lake Minnetonka area just to see the the snooty area. I used to work out there long ago. Um, you got to go to y You got to go to y You got to go out on Lake Minnetonka during the summer <clears throat> to see... The, the snooty rich kids. You just gotta, you gotta, and then Cargill has their corporate headquarters on this palatial estate on the lake. It's on, uh, I think it's on Grays Bay. Cause it's a, all the lake, all Lake Minnetonka is, is a bunch of different bays connected together. That's it. That's all Lake Minnetonka is. Of course, of course. How would it be a Clary podcast without the fucking sirens? Just once, I wish there'd be a tornado behind that siren. That'd be great. Um, and Cargo was notorious, like, you couldn't just apply, you had to know somebody. Oh, and, like, they they trained their HR women at HR camp, because as if they weren't kuantahahi enough, if they weren't grade A weapons-grade bitches enough, uh, Cargo, like, no, you're still too nice, we gotta send you to HR camp. And so it just, just oh, God, just these just the, all of them. Like you just want to punch you in your fucking face, you worthless piece of shit. But Cargill does rather well. I guess I guess they're choosing rightly. I guess they don't need uh, us blue collar types. Oh, what do we wanna do? What do we wanna do? Atham uh, Atham. Adam Piggott, who I'm gonna go visit here down in Louisiana. He misspelled my name. It's nice when people don't spell it. No one knows how to spell Aaron. Nobody. Nobody does. And I presume you. It, and look, none of you, none of you, re, no religion, nobody is excused from this. Not one of you is. You want to know why? Because it's it's old, old testament, old testament, which means all the major religions except Buddha, which isn't a religion. It's some fucked up thing. Well, I just believe in peace. And, and I Shut up and smoke your pot. All of them Judaism, Islam, and Christianity, they all have the same Old Testament Aaron i don't know what his last name is Herschel Aaron Herschel they were Jews I don't know Aaron and Moses her what were their last names it was was it like Madonna like one name there were such wonders and such amazing popular people they just went by by first names only Madonna, Moses, Aaron anyway, point is whether it was Sunday school. Sunday tabernacle, Sunday synagogue, or Su- Sunday mosque. I'm just assuming everybody goes in for Sunday Mosque. You had the the how do you not how I guarantee you Exodus is in every major religion. It's a pretty cool epic story. Even made movies out of it. Water separating Moses and Pharaoh, Pharaoh and Moses, the thing on the wicker basket going down, Aaron the speaker. Everybody should know how to spell Aaron. A A, that's the trick, guys. Two A's, two vowels. A A, Ron. Even with the skit that uh, Kylie and Peel put together, A A Ron. You all don't know how to spell Aaron. And so here it is, Adam Pigget. He spells it A R R O N. el Chaparrito Clary. A R O N. E-R-I-N, that's my favorite. No, that's Irish, and that's a girl's name. A-R-R-O-N. A-R-I-N. A-R-E-N. It's not Abagnale. It's not Abagnale. It's Abagnale. One of these days, you guys will know what movie that's from. So I logged into and we're going to go visit him. So apparently an Eron Clary has a uh, has a hotel reservation at the Hilton. <laughs> I'll show up. I'm sorry, sir. This is for Aaron Clary. You are Aaron Clary. Every time. How do you spell that? A-A. What? A-A. How do you mean? A! Then another A! Two freaking A's. Ron! Clary? Clarny? Clarey. Never mind. My name's Bob Bobson. You know how to spell that? Is that... S-E-N as in the Scandinavian or S-O-N as American. Fuck, 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 fuck. <clears throat> So what I want to do for this last podcast? What we I got to do it quick because the GF is coming back. She wants to get back early so we can move out. We're almost all moved out. We only have our key essentials that we're going to probably load up today or tomorrow. We got to come back and clean. House doesn't close this weekend. closes later. Um... I always love being in Russia. Oh my God, guys! When this fucking shit is done, <laughs> I'm gonna be so fucking happy. Just all this moving, and then also building that. Because you see, you get the you get the money, and the proceeds from the sale of the house. Well, that's immediately then earmarked, and pledged towards the building of the new house. But to build the new house, you got to go through designs and drafts and this and then all the fucking shit. And I'm I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. If it was up to me, well, maybe not. If it was up to me, I'd have a two bedroom maybe two bathroom house without a basement. That's just me. But I'm I'm building something a little bit more long term because if I ever have to sell it, no one's going to bu- buy my small little dumpy place. Plus it has to be a certain size according to the HOA. <clears throat> so I I'm spending time oh, and adding that. Oh, then you had a woman. Holy fucking shit. The talented Mr. Lee has the house I really want, but I couldn't build. And I may just build that house overseas. I may build the Con Lee house overseas. It's uh all he's got is a it's essentially two bed two rooms. The main room, you walk in, it's a living room and a kitchenette. One bit one rectangle. The next rectangle is the bedroom with the bathroom across the other side from the door. That's it. That thing's got to be no more than 350, 400 square feet. At yep, most. Patio back with an awning over it. You get to look over the desert. That's all I really want. That's all I really need. Uh, but the the property I got, the, the investment of the money wisely, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to have that. that. That'll be kind of like the little cabin. <clears throat> that's all I have. Of course, it won't be a garage, or if I did have a garage, it'd be bigger than the than the little hut. Maybe that's what Chad Elkins would have, because he doesn't have a car, so he could have the con hut. And me with all my vehicles, I think the garage actually is going to be just as big as the house. I did the math. I did. So then the girl gets in, and. And I understand. I understand. It's actually practical and functional in many instances. But then there's other stuff like, no, we're not doing that. It's like, no, no, we're not doing that. But what is it? A soaker tub. Walk-in shower. I want that. I've been in this closet shower uh, for the longest time. I was just standing on a pallet that would keep me off. There was a wood pallet. And the wood started to go. I'm like, I oh, would better get rid of it. So I had a. that's a different story. Um. An, oh, All the all the little things. And it's not that these things don't serve a function or a purpose in the kitchen, but it's like, my God, do you guys really think to this level? I'm thinking like oven, microwave, maybe an island, you know, with a bar in case people came over and wanted a drink. Oh, no, we need pull-out drawers that self-close. What the fuck is going on? Of course, you can walk right past my when I have my own place it's going to be so far removed couldn't have a Clary podcast without that watch the uh, mailman will come in ring the doorbell hi you need to sign something Um, what was it going to say oh when I have my own uh, play. And this is, again, why it, it ended up being a couple more rooms than the mirror. Like, if I was single and I had the con apartment, I could just record. There'd be no one around. But you see, when you get somebody else, it's like, no, 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 you need to go away when I'm doing my work. You need to go over there. And I've talked about this before where uh, in the olden days, the father had his den. He had his study den. You guys ever watch Last Man Standing? You could tell it's it's... Fiction, because if that was really John Baxter or Mike Baxter, and he was really like that, he'd have a wall and a door. His office would not be open to people. It would be, the man is getting work done here now. Do not take your grains of sand and pour it into my highly fine-tuned, lubricated engine that is running at perfect speed. Do not bother me. Do not interrupt me. See, unless you have that barrier, unless you have that barrier, everybody, 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 the GF, random people, they'll just think like, oh, he's just sitting there for shits and giggles because what I enjoy doing the most is looking at a screen and typing furiously away because that's that just means I'm not doing anything. So now I have my own, and, and I say it's going to be what, a, a two-bedroom, three-bathroom, and uh, no, three three-bedroom, two-bathroom, three-bedroom, two-bathroom, and the bedrooms aren't really bedrooms. One's going to be my study. With a door that closes, I'm going to have perfect acoustics. I'm going to soundproof it. You're not going to be able to hear this fucking dipshit over here blowing the leaves next door. Audio quality be a lot better. Of course, this is still two years out. House has to be built. But that's how the house grew. That's how the the house uh, expanded. And... um, God dang, it, I think DT's gonna beat me to Black Hills. DT's gonna beat me. They're already out there looking at houses that that bad. Although now I get free lodging. Now I get to go out to South Dakota whenever I want. So I'm kinda of hoping they close sooner than later. Then I could just go out there, cause I gotta go out there to look at drafts and plans and all that other shit. Do you want kinda of this? Do you want kinda of that? Do you want this? Do you want that? What kinda of railings? What kinda of siding? We got these windows, we got that windows. And I'm going to tell you this now, guys. You talk to the woman. You want the woman's input on the kitchen because that's what's going to resell. You want the in- the woman's input on the bathroom. That's what's going to resell. That's what's going to give it value in the future. Also, wide doors, like four foot wide doors, so things can just walk through. You just on you know, your 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 uh, furniture comes through. You say, what amenities do we need in the bathroom, in the kitchen, and they'll come up with all of them, and then you write them down. And then you, you veto the ones that are outlandish. Why well, I'd like a double stove? What do you mean a double stove? Well, there's two so you could cook two. No, 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 no. Two stoves. My freaking God. Although the way Americans are going soon, it'll be
0: like, I can't believe this, that they had only one stove. Can you believe that, Thaddeus?
1: Places now in the EP, Eden Prairie. A buddy of mine lives in the EP, Eden Prairie. And she she's like, well, if I sell my house, I'd have to really discount it. And I'm like, why? Because it's only a two car garage. It's like only a two. Like you have to have three or more. I'm like, oh my god, what spoil are we getting? Oh, so you let the woman you get all that shit. The rest of it is once she's done. Once she's done, then she's no longer part of it. She's no longer because then they're gonna want to what about you? Ah! my house. Mine. My house. You go over there. You have had your input. Now you go play boob or brazier, whatever the hell game it is, you girls do. Go watch Ellen. Go away now. Because these women I'm not, you guys, old man wisdom. Old man Clary wisdom. Take in their advice. About the amenities you need in the bathroom, and the kitchen, everything else she has no say. The layout, the color, the style, the garage—nope. Et- Cause they, they just—they'll do it, man. That's because it's in their nature. They want to analyze every possible fucking decision. And you're like, you know what? By the time you make every decision, and him, and her, you're gonna want to go. Well, well, I care about this. I love this person. What? What do you want? Nope. You want this in there? You want that in the shitter? You want this over in the toilet? You want that over on the ro- the oven? Okay, good. See you, bye. Nope, 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 nope. You're done now. You're done. Because you'll, it'll never get built. It'll never get built. <clears throat> we went looking at uh, model homes to measure and figure out, okay, what do we want? It, which is good. I, always re- I recommend uh, you guys do that if you're ever going to build your own house. Or maybe go into a house, you know, because there's things that you could save money on. Like, cabinets are completely useless cupboards they're expensive as hell but you just need shelving and shelving you can use it to to decorate so that's a kind of a thing so you pick up ideas how big of an island do you want "Eh, this is too big Ah, this is too small you do your homework you do your research that's worth it but my god you know like we're here for the bathroom and the bedrooms and the kitchen i want to see the basement we're not we don't have a basement let's go, but I just want to, know. it is like shopping, it is like shopping, do you want to go shopping with women, hell no, hell no, so I'd almost recommend you go, if you're going to build your own house, and it's your house, you go in, you look around, get some ideas from model homes, open homes, whatever they call it, Uh, but then then it's like, nope, then you're in command, because they'll try, they will, (laughs) they will grind it to a fucking halt, they think it's like communism. Everything has to be done by committee. I'm like, nah, it's a dictatorship, bitch. We're doing it my way. And King Clary declares it will be great." <clears throat> King Clary, although I have to tell you this, uh, I have trained the GF very well because uh, we went looking at furniture. I'm like, I like this, I like this, I like this. And she was excited to see me get excited because like I could finally see my dream coming to real. I'm like, oh, yeah, that couch is going to look really great with that TV thing. All right, that's about... I think she's just excited that I'm spending a little bit of money. Because I won't lie, I don't really own any furniture. I have nothing. I got my Star Wars arcade game and a computer desk. That's it. So I actually have to get furniture for this house. <laughs> gone this long without furniture. Um... But yeah, she she's like, Oh, you want that? I'm like, yeah, so there's none of this. Well, I like this. She hasn't uttered that. Now, when it comes to other things aside from the furniture, I'm like, well, I'd like that. Yeah, that's nice you'd like that. That's really nice. And you go buy a house and you could do whatever the hell you want with it. Oh, guys, you gotta protect your homestead, you gotta protect your domain. You gotta and the old, the ultimate ace card up your sleeve is not to get married guys i that was kind of an eye opening conversation don't know if you knew it, but if you go to the older brother website or older brother YouTube channel we had rich cooper and Terrence Pop on and the the nightmare stories they were telling I am so happy I never got married I'm so happy I keep separate accounts and I am so happy that early I mean it's like no telling the women no. Being your own man, no, my house, my bank account, mine, my car, your car, your bank account, your house. Oh, not as good as mine? Too bad. (laughs) All right, all right, Let's, uh, let's go. Alex writes in, Hi, Captain, you wrote an insightful piece a few years back about writer, he puts that in quotes, Christine Salmon or Solomon, uh, and the title is Christine Solomon of Yahoo News Beauty. I stumbled across it because Solomon has the top article on Yahoo News right now. And Just to remind you, Yahoo News is not, not Yahoo News. It is a rag piece. It is a tabloid. It really is. I'm not, I'm not saying because I hate Yahoo News. It's not news. It's tabloid. I mean, just go to Yahoo.com and look. Uh, she wrote about some woman getting arrested for being drunk at the bar she works. The article even leads to the woman's mugshot. So her life is now screwed. I don't know. the These, <clears throat> these muckrakers, I guess you could muckslingers, have produced so much muck. It's kind of like porn. I think a woman, pretty much any woman right now could go star in porn. If you put on like a, a wig or some glasses or just uh, colored contacts, how is anyone really going to identify you? There's so many women doing it, you're going to get lost in the sea of porn. It's the same thing, the sea of muck-rating journalism. Do you know how many people remember me or recognize me in, in public as the guy who wrote the article about Mad Max? No one. Because there's so many articles of sensationalism and insult and drama and, and, and affront and, 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 and chaos. You guys remember the name of the dentist who shot Cecil the lion? Do you barely remember that, that, uh, that news cycle? I don't even know, I, I heard about this article before. If I click on it and I go here, um, an Oklahoma City woman, blah, blah, Ashley Priola. You know what? Guarantee you by tomorrow, I'm going to forget her name. Somebody got drunk and did something wrong. Assault fled the scene. I mean, you shouldn't be doing this, but this is hardly newsworthy. This is dumb person does dumb thing in, in Toledo. News at 6. Uh, and again, I don't I don't say uh, this gal, what's her name? Ashley should have been throwing pool balls at people. Uh, but, you know, who? Uh, Ye without the first sin cast the stone. Or, Ye without sin cast the first stone. And apparently Christine Solomon is, it, it just, she's a muckraker. The news is not the news. The news is is who writing the news is the news. Um. Let me go to her LinkedIn profile. I mean, it's nothing good that's going to be different than what you expect. Here's her LinkedIn. Now I got to sign in. I always got to sign in. Because heaven forbid I see what people's thing is without the stuff. What was the password? Is that the password that was not the. Pa- oh that is the password i think it's the password there she is she's sassy she's editor writer and content strategist at christine solomon media inc um th- that's not no she doesn't make any money no <laughs> she she doesn't if if you're your own you know, consultant i used to do that like in my early 20s because i'd be in between jobs or i didn't you know i was trying to get into into you know use my degree i was working as a security guard just so it looked like I was still worried I'm like consultant independent consultant if you have anyone says so like content strategist which i guess is all that the millennials do now um about accomplished editorial director and digital media professional okay so you do social media right devoted to creating rich profitable content experience slop you're you're a muckraker you're you're the most detestable people out there you're you're getting people's blood pressure up over nothing as a site director, I've led the digital content teams for major lifestyle brands, including Martha Stewart Living, Prevention, The Nest, AOL, and BarnesandNoble.com. <laughs> Aren't both of those a belly up? As a freelance editor and writer, I've overseen a $3 million branded content campaign for the Huffington Post. Uh-huh. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Refinery29, Johnson & Johnson. Specialty include health, wellness, style, and beauty. Not not coding. Travel, home, and finance. I like to travel. I'm an SEO and social media wiz. I highly doubt it. Proficient in major CMS, including Drupal and WordPress, and fluent in Omni Nature, Core Metrics, Google, and I'm, what is this crap? What's our education? <clears throat> Worked there nine months. Yeah. She is yeah, B.A. journalism and English literature. All right. Um, what's her? Does she have a Twitter, Christine Solomon? Let's see how many people she has following her. Using me again as the bottom of the barrel. Solomon Twitter. Christine Solomon. She has two followers. <laughs> okay. Obviously, she doesn't use Twitter. Which makes me wonder what her uh oh muckrack, here we go, muckrack.com. She's she's even on the muckrack. Yeah, she's not making money, she's living off of dad, she hasn't paid back her student loans, um drinks the wine, pets her cat. It's sad. I think the people she writes about it probably has more of a life than she does. All right, we don't need to see that. But so there you go, revisiting Christine Solomon. I'll be sure to forget her name until somebody else emails me and says, "Hey, somebody did kind of a douchey article. I looked it up. You already wrote about her." Yeah, here he says, "I thought who wrote this trash article? Who destroys this woman's life?" And hence, I stumbled upon Christine Solomon. It seems to churn out dozens and dozens of trashy news articles, and they're all either clickbait, thinly-veiled ads, or reporting quote of negative occurrences poisoning the Internet, all for a quick buck. Anyway, thanks for your piece. Alex, thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Um, let's go to the sponsors real quick. RDKLegal.com. Visit Russell at RDKLegal.com. You know what Russell does? Russell wakes up, takes a shit, has his coffee, and then he goes and he divorces people. So if you are about to get married, you think about getting married, go and talk to Russell. If you are married and you think you're not thinking about getting divorced, go and talk to Russell. If you are married think about getting divorced, go and talk to Russell. And if you're about to get divorced and you live in uh, Florida or Illinois, go and talk to Russell. That's RDKLegal.com. Financial Longevity, Your Guide to Securing Your Finance, a Family's Financial Future, written by Dan Owens. He's the only millennial to pay off his of student loans within a year. And so he has provided a book here, Financial Longevity, uh, for those of you who would like to do that and follow in his footsteps as well. I know you millennials just want to vote other people to bail you out, like the bankers, making you no better morally than the bankster scum you all protested against during the OWS, making you all hypocrites. But that's right, because it's for education in worthless crap. here.com. Go there. It's the Drudge Report of the Red Pill Community. Viva la dot TheMensAdvocate.net. If you are looking for an advocate, we just had this happen. Um, had a client at ASO Consulting. He was, um, what, trying to get his kids back. He didn't see him in two years. So he was in Kentucky. And the guy's like, dude, I live in Kentucky. Have the guy contact me. Over at theMensAdvocate.net. Sanity is the future of wealth. <clears throat> if you'd like to read that, Because sanity is going to be the future of wealth. I predict that we're already there, but uh, financial wealth will become increasingly less and less meaningful as all your basic necessities are taken care of. So what will truly determine those who are rich from those who are poor? I argue it will be sanity. And if you learn that now, it would be like buying cryptocurrency at a dollar bitcoin. So get you got to read this article. Well, where do I find the article, Aaron? Well, you find it behind my Patreon paywall because I spent a week writing it and no one read it. So now people get to pay. It is considered my best post ever. I would say it's my best post ever. Other people have said so too. Of course, that's up for opinion. Uh, but you go to patreoncom slash Clary. and then as an added bonus, uh, the very kind Mary Jo has provided you horn dogs. With a picture of her in a bikini. So you get that in there as well. That is also behind the paywall. So if you go there, I don't know how Patreon really works um, for the donation. I think you could donate like a buck a month. And you could cancel it at any time, guys. So if you just want to get a buck to take a look and read that article, go ahead. Um, but if I basically, if you become a patron, then you get access to all the behind-the-wall stuff. Um, and so there's only really two things there. Uh, one of where which is worth any value that'd be the bikini picture fuck economic philosophy and the future of happiness we just want to see mary joe's tits so i know i know this is why this is why i don't don't even bother asking people to go hike anymore this is why i put it up on youtube cuz i know people are going to be home I know, do I want something that will fundamentally rock my intellectual world in bed, making me have a new and different outlook on life, making me happy, happier than when I read Enjoy the Decline so I can truly appreciate the gifts that God has given me and laugh and mock at the misery and true pain that leftists and liberals and the communists and the parasites go through everything. This would actually make me happy. Do I want to read that or do I want to look at some Latina tits? I'd rather look at the Latina tits. Well, okay, now you got both. You got both. Patreon.com slash Aaron Clary. The Pence Principle, written by our good friend Randall Bentwick. Uh, this will make a great graduation gift for boys. I would not give it to them in public when women are around, I would give it to them in private. Um, you men have to dispense your masculine wisdom privately. So get them that book. <coughs> get a uh, worthless young person's indispensable guy to choosing the right major and then get bachelor pad economics. That would make a great trio of graduation gifts for any young man or woman. I don't th- really think they need the Pence principle. I mean, what would the op- What would the female Pence principle be? The how to be a good, nice woman principle? <laughs> the, the the not every guy is a rapist principle? <laughs> the They're not your enemy principle? I don't know. Uh, anyway, get that book, The Pence Principle. It's basically how young men can protect themselves from the false accusations of rape, sexual assault, and having their life and their career ruined. Orion's Coldfire.com. Visit Orion's Coldfire.com for uh, articles, but as well as a photo gallery uh, that you could find um, on that website as well. Kind of curious what his summer uh, adventures will bring about. AcademicComposition.com. Hey, finals are coming up. If they're not, they're already here. And why should you write papers on I hate white people's studies? Uh, when you could pay somebody to write that, Marxist left the slop for you. It has nothing to do with your degree. And, uh, hey, corporations outsource mundane tasks all the time. So if it's good enough for them, if it's good enough for you. Go to AcademicComposition.com, where Alex and his crack team of writing staff will write your papers for you. Alex also always hires writers, especially now. It's busy season. Uh, so contact Alex if you're looking to work from home. The pay is not great. The work sucks, but you get to work from home. You get well, you get to work from wherever you want. He also has positions for marketers. Not exciting work, tedious and mind-boring, but you know what? You don't have to commute. You get to work from home, academiccomposition.com. And then mngoldbuyer.com, Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com. Go and get your precious metals there through my buddy Mike. Give him a call if you prefer to call directly, 763-657-784. 4 3, that's 763-657-7843. Let them know that the captain sent you. Um, here it is. Now listen, man, I like the news. You guys like the news? All right, guys, I I don't lie about Minnesota. And the left will continue on until everything is Borg-like. They can't just stay at an optimal level of laws. They have to have more and more laws because... They don't care how much they encroach on your personal freedoms and your personal life, and just your ability to function, just your ability to conduct commerce or go about your day. They need to constantly be doing something because it's more important that they don't work a real job and contribute to society and be a leader and be progressive until we're just a cement slate than it is to let you just go and have your life and then they got to get a job. Minneapolis considers drive-through window ban. And you're thinking, like, Aaron, why would they have a drive-through window ban? And that's what I asked the GF. I said, why are they, what now? Drive-through windows are a especially speedy way to get food, coffee, and prescriptions without leaving the comfort of your car. But Minneapolis city leaders, no, not leaders, parasites, are considering making them a thing of the past. On Thursday afternoon, the Planning Commission met to discuss a proposed ban on any new drive-through windows within city limits. Now, keep in mind, they've also jacked up the minimum wage to F15. Uh, what else did they do? I think there's a, there's like a medical, Medicare tax or something. The city has that. And no one's there. A couple of restaurants have left. Uh, the ordinance would not impact any drive through windows that are currently in the city, which would be grandfathered in under the new proposal. Planning Commission President Sam Rockwell says the move would reduce carbon emissions made by idling cars and increase pedestrian safety. Let's look up Sam Rockwell. We don't have to. We don't have to but we're going to because I have a feeling this man's never worked a day in his life. And the immediate answer, yes, I know what you are all thinking, because you guys are smart. Well, if this liberal communist city council of the Twin Cities or just the state in general really cared about global warming and carbon emissions, Aaron, isn't there literally thousands of times the number of cars every day stuck in traffic jams because we spend money on welfare and parasites and touchy-feely projects and renaming lakes? instead of roads that would ease the congestion. And wouldn't it be much better if perhaps government actually did something good and gave incentives to corporations and employers to allow their employees to work from home? Maybe if we pushed for telecommuting, that would really lower greenhouse emissions? Nope, nope. We got to ban drive-through windows. Why? Because, well, uh, forcing or allowing people to work from home, well, that'd be giving up power and control. We don't want to do that. And then, and then, not giving welfare recipients and parasites of our fine community uh, free lodging and housing and food and this and that, instead of building more roads to lessen congestion, why, why, how would we bribe uh, our parasitic class to vote for us? It's this is so apparent, I, I, guys, left or right. Do you see how this te- it exposes their true intentions? They have no desire to actually eliminate carbon emissions. They have no... They don't believe in global warming. They're just doing it so you vote for them. So it looks like they're doing something. Because if you really cared about global warming and you really cared about uh, car emissions, the city would say, let's start having telecommuting. Let's increase the roads. Let's expand the number of roads. Increase the road sides." They're not going to do that. They're not, because it goes against the true political moment, which is more money, power, and control. I don't mean that as a conspiracy. They're just in it for control. No, there's something about it. There's like an addiction. These people have to power and control. And I'm not just talking the city council or politicians. I'm talking um uh, corporate employers. Like they just have to have you there because they're dicks. Um, but then also if if you really if if you really wanted to lower emissions, the technology exists two decades ago. Start massively pushing for telecommuting. You guys have so much time and money on your hands, you'll go and push for renaming lakes from uh, white people's names to some fucking Indian name nobody can fucking pronounce because there's not enough vowels. I that's truly inconsequential. But here, do you have time? I remember they had they had what I think it was sixty thousand dollars to put this ugly cube sculpture up over by uh, Lake Harriet. That was twenty years ago. I called him. How much did that cost? Twenty sixty thousand uh, dollars. Could you maybe build some roads with that? <laughs> but no, no. We have time for that, but we don't have time to like have an incentive, have a conversation, raise awareness about telecommuting. No, we got to ban drives throughs Um. Where's the all the um, Sam Rockwell <clears throat> director of community? Advocate for community and a stable climate. Uh, I think this guy is it. Let's look him up on LinkedIn now. I got to look him up again, Aaron. Oh, yeah. He's a putz. He's a soy boy. He's about my age. Maybe a little younger. He's got the beard. Uh, director... Community development and innovation, mission-focused city planning, real estate development, research mobile planning, blah blah blah. City of Minneapolis Pl- Planning Commission, past four years. Community organizer from 2003 to present. <laughs> Sixteen years as a community organizer. Rock band drummer, Brooklyn, New York, and Minneapolis. Project manager, Active Living Center for Prevention, funded and advised community. Okay, so this guy. Okay, any any private sector, any real degree. Environmental consulting, no. Director policy communications, no. Vermont law school, oh, that's that's a tier four law school. Um, business school, non-degree study, BA in history. Okay, Sam Rockwell, you're a worthless piece of shit, and you know it. Okay, I'm gonna explain it to you, people. Sam values his ego. And he fears real work more than he actually cares about helping the environment and helping Minneapolis, that's what they call citizens of Minneapolis, and anyone who comes to the Twin Cities, <clears throat> making their lives easier through either traffic conge- lowering traffic congestion or allowing you to telecommute, okay? His entire resume is work avoidance, his entire resume is avoiding labor and hard work, And then there's ego on top of it that he thinks he's going to be a leader. And he is because you morons vote in people like this. Then you wonder, oh, why are plastic bags banned? Why do I need a
0: a straw? Why can't I park here? Why is this city turning into Seattle in a shithole? What's going on? (laughs) Why can't I do a drive?
1: Why do I have to walk in? And here, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. Let's say a new McDonald's goes in and there's no drive-thru. People are going to, especially during winter, they're going to say, hey, Bob, go in and get some some Big Macs for us. And then Frank and Steve are just going to sit in the car and let it run anyway. Uh, so, Sam, yeah, fuck you, Sam. I know who you—Sam, don't even—you don't fool me, and you don't fool my list. You fool the morons in the city of Minneapolis. They're idiots. They're morons. You don't fool those of us that got an IQ above 80. And, and I'd like to, you know— in the olden days, a fraud like this would have been pointed out, but there's so many of them.
0: going to change the world.
1: Planning Commission President Sam Rockwell says the move will reduce carbon emissions made by idling cars and increase pedestrian safety. No, it won't. Quote, drive through windows, traffic lanes, parking facilities, they all create induced demand, which is if you build it, they will come, Rockwell said. When asked about the impact it would have on the elderly and disabled who can't move from their cars quickly, he claims building neighborhood communities can be a solution. (laughs) You know what people are going to do? They're just going to do Uber Eats, which is going to consume even more. Again, I know we're talking to a low IQ moron whose only answer
0: is more money, progressivism. We got to ban stuff. I got to look like I'm doing something.
1: You go to a city like London, Paris, New York, or Boston, neighbors help their elderly neighbors up the stairs with their groceries. They know them, they help them, they run errands. So creating that community can be a boost, Rockwell says. Yeah, but what if, what if people don't want to? What if it's a transient community? Was that going to work in a Vegas community where people just constantly move in and out? Drive-through window users like Jake Sefker says they aren't convinced by Rockwell's argument. It's convenient, it's fast, you can just go through them on your way home, your way to work, Sefker said. There's a lot of cars standing idly right here. A drive-through is just another part of that. A ban would have a relatively small impact on the current look of the city, but it could take decades down the road. Right now, drive-through windows are only allowed in six of the city's 23 zoning districts. Only a few are built. God Almighty! Six of the three cities, uh, city's 23 zoning districts sounds like a Soviet. You know, like you cannot build here. I understand, like oh, commercial district. Uh, this proposal will have a public hearing in the first week of June. The planning commission will then vote on it and from there it could go before city council. I hope it passes. <clears throat> I hope it passes like every other harebrained schemed idea that comes from people who never worked a job in their life and never actually had to work for a living, who didn't live a real who have these pampered kind of Ocasio Cortez, perpetual nonprofit jobs, didn't have to like, you know Okay, she was a bartender, so she's got more work experience than this guy. what is it, six months or something? i I think you Minneapolis people should become the most progressive. You should become an experiment like Seattle and San Francisco i I can see how this ends up to people shitting on the streets and needles being on the street but i'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother stopping you because you guys know so much better because this guy has a master's degree from someplace and he told you the right things and he he's t- he's sensitive and he's caring and he's touching and he's wonderful and he cares because he cares and he wants to help the environment because he cares he said so. So unanchored from the real world, he actually, who knows? The guy might be so stupid, he actually thinks dr- banning drive through windows. I don't believe it for a second. I mean, you can see this guy coming a mile away. He never wanted to work a real job. Now, they're, what they're doing is grasping for straws, paper straws. Get it? Huh? Huh? They're grasping for straws.
0: They're like, what can I do to look like I'm doing something? Oh, my God, there's no problems. I know. Let's ban this. Let's ban that.
1: I, Heron, why do you hate Minneapolis? I, I don't know. I. Just... <laughs> oh, let's get the books out of the way. Reconnaissance, man. Everybody, get that. That's another great book. Okay, let's add that to the four. We'll add it to Pat Economics. Worthless. Uh the pence principle reconnaissance man get that the black man's guide out of poverty that's a great book for any black man who'd like to get out of poverty not follow dipshit joe or whatever this rockwell guy's name was um i bet you his his solution to black man a uh, black man's poverty would be we just need to give him more money you know you just sit there and don't get your skills up
0: don't take agency over your life no no just sit there Don't worry. Me and my little pansy liberal white ass will go get some other white people's money. We'll give it to you. Then the problem will be solved. No, there's no prey. You're fine. Just sit there and and, and waste away. I'm going to go play Robin Hood. You just sit there. (laughs) It's got to be insulting and infuriating.
1: Yeah, just sit here and don't do nothing. All right. You go give give me my money, Rockwell. Betchpad economics. Worthless. Young person's indispensable. Got to choose the right major. Enjoy the decline. Curse of the High IQ, Poor Riches Retirement, that's a good one if you guys are looking at retirement. Don't worry, Rockwell, just vote to have more money given to you because money grows on trees and there's no cost of uh, uh, likelihood or cost of uh, hyperinflation. And then the best of books, Captain Capitalism Top Shelf, Captain Capitalism Reserve, and Love Letters to the Left. Go get them right there. Uh, you can review them online if you've already bought them. And then we have my other friend, uh, Adam Piggott, whose name is spelled A-D-O-M. If you want to look him up, Ado Adam Piggott, P I G E T T E, Piggott, Adam Piggott. He has uh, the books Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. You can find him at his website, pushingrubberdownhill.com. He also has a podcast you can tune into. The League of Extraordinary Podcasters, 405media.com. Financial Survival Network with Carrie Lutz.com. Silvio Contos, Conto Talk, over at C A N T O, Conto Talk at blogtalkradio.com. If, um, he's Latino, so if you happen to be of the Latino persuasion, or you're just interested in Latino politics, that ra rara-raza. And we just need more white people's money. If you actually remember Cuban, <laughs> Cuba and Castro, which Silvio does, it did, it does because he escaped from uh, Castro's uh, Cuba, and he wrote a book on it called uh, Cubanos in Wisconsin. He ended up settling in Wisconsin. Um, it's a good book. It's kind of funny. O'Shea Jackson over at uh, YouTube.com, Economic Invincibility. TJ Martinell, TJ Martinell.com. I do a young man's joke right now, but I don't feel like it. World-class bullshitters, those guys are always good. Entrepreneurs in Cars with Rich Cooper. MichaelKingswood.com are better. NoncommunistScienceFiction.com. Some of you who like uh, science fiction also kind of get sick and tired of it constantly being communist. like, everything, we don't have money now. Everything's great, yeah. We just we just got rid of that economics and capitalism
0: stuff. We just did away with it. Never mind. It just kind of showed up naturally, and money was like this natural formation. And never mind. There might be original and and, and nature like reasons for its existence, and we shouldn't. Tem- no, we just got rid of it. Cool, because because we're super smart now. We got
1: we got warp speed travel. We know how to do everything now. You guys will solve warp travel before you solve poverty. I know how to solve poverty, but I'm not going to tell you. And uh, the safety doc, safetyphd.com, Dr. David Perodin. If you have kids that are in school, that's he's basically a, a, a school safety expert. And you can listen to the news and the teachers and all that. Or you can listen to the doc where he actually looks at statistics. And um, he's writing a book about how, I know now I know this may shock you, okay? Everybody sit down. But you see... When it comes to kids' safety, some people might capitalize on those fears and try and sell schools a bill of goods and some safety equipment that does absolutely jack shit. There might even be other safety experts and counselors and guidance counselors and teacher, professor, psychologist, counselor, teacher, guidance counselor, diversity reserve director, counselor, teacher, professors, counselors who claim to know something about student security and safety. Uh, No, the doc actually looks at numbers, which none of those people do because numbers are hard. Just ask Rockwell. What's that? That's a six, Sam. <laughs> Is that like a five? Yes, Sam. It's like a five, but, but one more.
0: What's one more? I only have a law degree.
1: Um. So check out Dr. David Perrodin. P-E-R-R-O-D-I-N. I spelled that correctly. Adam would probably spell it P-F-I-R-H-X-Y-Z-D-O-N. And a lot of those would be silent because you know Australia apparently you just spell out you know things with it. Melbourne, Brisbin. Why is there an orn at the end? And I'd say, Was it the Bin conspiracy? Cause it was the Bourne conspiracy and the Bourne supremacy. Was it just the Bin supremacy? The Bin conspiracy? What was his name? Michael Bourne? David Bourne? What was the guy's name? Ah, it doesn't matter. Oh, well, the GF will be soon here. Uh, she's going to be back soon. Okay. Um. There are no Super Chats. It's kind of nice. I don't have to worry about that. All right. Let's call it. That's it. Last podcast from the Northern Command. Uh, Sorry, Rockwell. I'm I'm going to be moving and I'm not. Well, I already moved out of Minneapolis. So I haven't been paying your taxes. Or, I haven't gone to Minneapolis in a long time. I mean, I do run around the lakes, but I don't spend any money in the Twin Cities. <laughs> it's like, nope, traffic, nope. Suburbs are nice. Suburbs are real nice. Not as much traffic. There's parking spots. There's drive-throughs. People are allowed to do what they want. Crime is low. The people are a little bit better looking. Although the God, the people are getting ugly. You go to Minneapolis. Not as bad as Portland. Nothing's as bad as Portland or Tacoma, but uh, the inner city of the Twin not the inner city, but the city proper. You're kinda like, hmm. Yep. Thank God I, w- I was in the 90s, and school in the 90s, because at least there were some hot chicks on campus. Now, I should go to campus just to look, just to see, have myself a lech, and be like, oh, Jesus Christ, take it away, never come back again. I don't know, hang hang on, anybody who's on the U, any campus in the United States, any major campus, you know, like there's a, you know, 20,000 plus students. Are there any hot chicks on camp? I mean, is that a thing anymore? Or is it they're just dressed in their pajamas and they're fat and they got purple hair? Maybe I should take a, a stroll on the camp. Oh, wait, no, that's in the city. I don't have to deal with taxes or traffic. All right, uh, check out olderbrother.com. Uh, that's my other channel, my other site. And if you want to help out the old Claire Meister, you could do so by going to olderbrother.com slash donate. And there's three ways you could help out financially. One, Patreon, in which case you get uh, access to... Uh, Mary Joe's bikini pick. And that article, Sanity is the Future of Wealth. Uh, but then you get nothing else in return for it. That's it. Uh, PayPal, there's a PayPal link there as well at olderbrother.com slash donate. You get absolutely nothing for that. That's just, oh, I, g- I gave to Cappy. I got warm fuzzies. The one I recommend though is the third link at olderbrother.com slash donate. it's as the link to my Amazon affiliate program. If you click on that link and you promise to do all your Amazon shopping through that link, meaning you just don't go to Amazon.com and fuck no, you don't use the app. You get the phone, you get the app. You get the app, you get the app. Yeah, it's on my phone. I know people don't even have computers. I'm like, how the fuck do you not have a computer? If you would do the Captain the Great Service of taking the extra five seconds to go to olderbrother.com slash donate, click on the Amazon banner and then do your Amazon shopping through that, I get a six to seven percent commission and cut you don't pay anything extra. I appreciate it very much if you do that. And if you could get in the habit of doing all your Amazon shopping through that affiliate link, I'd appreciate that very much. All right, that's it. We will catch you guys at a different Northern Command. Toodles.